0: This is the Early Childhood Research Podcast, and you're listening to Episode 22. Welcome to the Early Childhood Research Podcast, where we tell you how the latest research can help in your home and in your classroom. Welcome. I'm Liz, the host of the Early Childhood Research Podcast, and today we're talking about why dads should be reading to their kids. If you follow this podcast, you will have noticed that it's been quite a while since my last episode on concussion with young children. If there's one thing to know about podcasting, it's that it's very time consuming. So I'm doing an experiment by publishing a short episode that doesn't require as much research time, but I hope you still find it very helpful. You can find the transcript of this episode and some links to relevant articles at lizesearlylearningspot.com. Just click on the podcast tab. And look for episode 22. So, why should dads be reading to their kids? In a study comparing how children's reading is affected when read to by mums versus dads, Dr. Elizabeth Dersmer found a strong gender pattern. Mums put more pressure on themselves as parents, they see it more as a job, they see themselves in competition with other mums, so when mums are reading with their kids, they're often approaching it as a teaching exercise, which some call competitive parenting. Dads, on the other hand, are lying on the floor with their kids, and if the kid doesn't want to read, they just let it go. According to research, fathers in general use a broader vocabulary than mothers do during story time with their kids. They use the story as a springboard for imaginative discussions, which in turn encourages their child's language development. They also tend to use the story as a springboard to chat about everyday experiences rather than staying focused mostly on the story as mums tend to do. For example, if there are butterflies in the picture, mum might ask how many there are or what colour they are, but a dad might ask a child if they remember chasing a butterfly in the park the week before and what happened. This kind of abstract question gives a child's brain a greater challenge, and apparently the benefits for A, little girls, and B, low-income families are particularly notable. And the benefit isn't just for the kids. Reading at the end of a day is a great stress reducer. Apparently within six minutes, muscles relax and the heart rate drops, which sounds like a good alternative to blood pressure medication to me. No matter the gender, if fathers are reading to their kids before they hit two years of age, there will be a huge impact. The fact that kids often appear to be more engaged when their dad reads may also be the novelty of having his undivided attention. Dr Dersmer likes this more chilled out dad type approach and suggests that kids need more acceptance and more time with their parents emotionally present as well as being physically present. When observing parents out of the home, she finds that mums are more often sitting to the side using their phones, whereas dads are more likely to be actively playing with their kids. Please note that I'm speaking in very broad generalisations here. Maybe some of the reason why a mum might be scanning Facebook at the park is because she's been going non-stop with her kids all morning and needs a quick break, whereas dads only just turned up. Who knows? There are so many variables in every family. I find this quote from Professor Jacqueline Barnes enlightening. She says, quote, Children have become, in a strangely Victorian way, perceived as the property of parents, and their achievements are seen as part of the identity of parents. Unquote. The resulting tutoring and pressure put on kids to succeed is not healthy, and this can start from a very young age. Perhaps a tiger mothering is more widespread than I'd realised. Professor Barnes argues for a balance. We need to be interested and involved in the lives of our children, but not intrusive. Researchers have found that mums are still considered the primary carer and dads are often still off to the side, that if given the chance to hang out with their kids, they'll grab it. But sometimes mums control the access, and this isn't necessarily referring to split families, but households in general and how time is used and divvied up. For example, my youngest is 15 now, so obviously I no longer read to my own children, but it was my very favourite mum activity when they were little. I must admit that even now it would go against the grain for me to roll over and give up that wonderful time to my husband. But looking back, it would have been really great for him to have had more reading time with them. And I could have always sneaked in my own reading sessions at other times of the day. Those emotional bonds that are formed by snuggling together to read are very important. So let's encourage the dads we know to get in on that super time of the day, story time. That's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please go to iTunes to leave a rating and review. It really does help others find the podcast. Remember, you can find the transcript of this episode, plus links to a number of articles, at lizesearlylearningspot.com. Click on the podcast tab and look for episode 22. This podcast is part of the Education Podcast Network, podcasts by educators, podcasts for educators to check out more in education including other early childhood focused podcasts go to edupodcastnetwork.com thanks for joining me today to learn more about early childhood and i wish you happy teaching and learning thanks for listening to the early childhood research podcast at www.lizesearlylearningspot.com